I, I feel like we say that every few months. Yes. <laughs> we have. I mean, it, it's funny because if you look back at our old, like we never missed a week. I think the first three years or two years, we like maybe rarely missed a week. But they're 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 coming in waves now. Our shows. I, I will admit, um, the big problem with me is, and I, I made sure I did it last night. Um, I get extremely tired now. I am waking up uh, usually probably about an hour earlier than I normally did. Mm -hmm. And I'm at work, like, pretty much, I start at 6 now, and that's usually when I'd be, like, getting up for my old job. And it is rough on me. I am, uh, I'm, I'm, like, extremely exhausted now. But last night, I said to myself, I said, we are doing a show tonight. I'm going to go to bed early. I went to bed last night around, I would say, 9 o'clock. Wow. And I was, I was like, kind of, like, dozing in and out on the couch. So mm -hmm. I've been, uh, I've been pretty bad about, like, my sleep lately. Because the, the wife goes to bed early. She, she, she's exhausted. So then usually I come out here and have my cigars. And I usually stay up late and... It has just uh, bitten me a few times, and I'd say once a week, once maybe every two weeks, like I have a day where I just like crash out. Like, mm -hmm. Eight o'clock, I'm in bed. Yeah, and it's it's rough. Like I, I don't know. Uh, are you uh, a set time like go to sleep guy or kind of? See, I get like that too, but I push myself because my. I you know I put we put the kids to bed at seven usually about seven thirty by the time like we're done, it's like I would say quarter to eight. So now it's my time because from time I wake up it's depending on the day it's work and then I got to come home and you know take care of the kids and stuff like that and it's from so from four thirty to seven it's just fucking it, it's a lot like we have to feed them dinner and then prepare for the next day and it's just it's a lot so i push myself uh there was a period where i was going to bed at quarter to ten um now like if i'm out here during the week like uh, 10 15 is like my cutoff like i'll smoke my cigar i'll watch my show and even if i'm not done with my cigar 10 15 i'm done and i'll usually go to bed around then weekend it's like 11 i'll try and push myself to 11 like friday and saturday nights so uh, I'm on vacation next week, thankfully. So I'm gonna <laughs> push myself to like as far as I can go, just to kind of like have some kind of life outside of uh, you know inside the house. Um, but I, yeah, I would say ten fifteen, and then I'll read for a little bit, and then maybe quarter to eleven, eleven o'clock. You know, but that's that's because I just don't have that much free time, so I, I gobble up. I gobble it up as much as I can when I get it, you know? So you actually, like, you're one of those people that goes in the bed and reads a book. Mm-hmm. Really? I have to. Well, it... it <laughs> lately, it depends. <laughs> you know? It depends what I, what I do out here. So sometimes I go to bed and I'm, and I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I, I'll, look at the, I'll look at it I'm like, fuck, I, I can't do this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, uh, I, I will hand it to you. You, you, uh, you are a reader. You, you've always yeah. kind of been that way. Yeah, I always have. Even in high school, like I would always read. And you That's why I'm so smart. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to offend you here, but you find enjoyment in that. 
I love it. Really? Yeah, I, but I'm one of those people, like, if I when I go to bed, I can't shut my mind off. So it's just something that kind of takes me out of that for a little bit. Um, yeah, but I, it's usually comics. <laughs> I usually read. I usually read my comic books. Like I, ha- I get them on my iPad. Okay. So I'll, I'll read that, and then uh, I was. It took me. Like I read, started reading a book at the beginning of summer. I finished it like in September. Usually, like I could read. A, like I used to be able to read a book in a month. Um, now it's like it, it takes a long time for me to finish a book. Um, but I, I, I love to read. I love it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? Because if I go, if I watch a movie, like I like twenty minutes into it, I'm like, I'm. It's putting me to sleep. You know. No matter if right. I like it or not, like just watching a movie, like in bed, like I, I end up falling asleep. I, I was always that way. Um, but reading, I can kind of stay up a little bit, you know. Especially if I'm really into it. Like there was a period where I was waking up. Like I'd go to bed and I wake up like an hour later and then I'm up. Usually because like, the, like I hear the kids stirring or something like that and I'm I'm up. So like I'd read and the next thing I know it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like I gotta be up in four hours. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta shut this down, man. Oh, I, I'll hand it to you because I, I see I'm I'm like the opposite. I will put on a movie and I'll watch. I can watch a movie. I can watch TV all day. I'm more of I guess maybe a. Uh, well, I guess reading your... Would reading be a visual thing? Yes and no. It, it, that's kind of like one of those like that's up in the air. You could kind of go two ways with that. Mm-hmm. But me, I'm a, I'm a visual person. Like, I need to, like, watch something. But when it comes to bedtime, I want nothing to do with any of that. Okay. So I'm, a, I'm like a... I'm systematic when I sleep. Like, when I get in the bed... I gotta lay on my stomach and my my head has to face um, to the left. Okay. And then I then my head has to face to the right. Mm-hmm. Then I have to roll on my side and on the left, and then I finally fall asleep on my right. That's like my pattern. Yeah, I have something like that. I start on my back, and then I roll to my right, where my head's face. <laughs> this is so weird. My head's facing left, and then I gotta shift to the right. And then I go back to the left again. <laughs> if that makes any any sense. <laughs> but see, like, for me, bed is, it's like a chore. It seems like you, like, ease into it. Like me, I go full bore. I got to get in there, and it's it's like a job. I have to systematically do my things, and then I can sleep. I could not get in the bed, and, like, my wife will get in the bed and, like, watch TV or play on her phone and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. then eventually fall asleep. You read, I can't. If I do anything of any type of stimulant when I'm... Because, like, I kind of have to psych myself up to sleep. Mm-hmm. And once I psych myself up, I got it. Like, I got to be out. Right, right. Well, you do, and, you do it the way you're supposed to. You're supposed to go to bed right away. Like, bed's for yeah. sleeping. Me, I fucking do everything. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I... I just can't do that. And, I mean, I will hand it to you with the reading, like... My mom is like that too. My mom's got like, she's got books everywhere. She has her like, in her bed book. She has at the kitchen table a book. She has a book on her uh, chair. She's got a book in her car. Mm-hmm. Like she just like, she'll read like four books at once. And not to not to uh, change. I'm not trying to change somebody, but you posted pictures recently 
Um, and I noticed that your mom had a book in her hand. <laughs> in, Absolutely. In the picture. So it, what you're saying is true. Like, I guess she, she just has a book everywhere. And I noticed that right away. I'm like, oh, she, she must have been reading before everything got started. Yeah, <laughs> like, the festivities. It, it's funny because I'll schedule, we were talking about this before the show, but we were, uh, I'll schedule like an oil change. Mm-hmm. And usually my mom will take it because, you know, she's retired. But I'll get to that in a second as well. Um, and she'll take my car to go get an oil change. And she'll just like, she's like, oh, I have no problem with it. She'll take a book and she'll just read. Like, to her, it's like, oh, I, I get an hour of just pure reading. Your mom, oh, that's awesome. I wish I had someone yeah. doing that for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, but you, you've even said, like, you go to the, you'll go to the beach and you'll read there. Like, well, I used to. Yeah. 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 yeah, before kids, yeah. Now yeah. you got to entertain them. Yeah, but now it's now I'm lucky I get a page done in I a week. Just, honestly, I think the last book I read cover to cover. Spot, run, spot, run, spot, run. It, it, it was. I think it was fifth grade, and I think it was like of mice and men. You didn't. Remember, you you didn't read at all in high school, in English. Books. Then how the fuck did you I, pass? I read two books. I can, I actually know the two books that I read since then. It was the Mankind Autobiography. I made it, like, almost all the way through that. You never finished that? Never finished it. Oh, man. Okay. What I actually else? have it down in the basement. It's I, I see it all the time. It's there, and I'm like, That's I should good... maybe read that. And then I'm like, what, who am I kidding? <laughs> and then Band of Brothers. I tried to read that. I made it through maybe a third of it. So you didn't really read two books. You, you quit. <laughs> yeah, I quit, yeah. Because I, I can't. See, that's my problem. I cannot, like, when I read a book, like, it doesn't, like, I see the words, yeah. the words compute in my head, but I cannot picture it. You see, that's why, you should really think about, what about audiobooks? That would probably be, I wouldn't mind, see, I'd probably like audiobooks, because you might. all I do is listen to podcasts. It's almost the same thing, pretty much. Yeah. Um... You know, try and, why don't you try, try and read some, like, wrestling autobiographies? Like, I find them to be so entertaining just because, like, it, it's... Especially, like, uh, I mean, I could, I could give you some that are really good. Mankind is really good. The first one's really good. The Bret Hart one's good. The first Chris Jericho one is is probably, like, my favorite one. But, um, like, with these, where do, you, where do you read them? Or where do you well, listen to them? Those, well, those I have the actual books. Okay, um, so they're not on audiobook. They might be. I just never looked. Yeah, I don't even know, like, is there, like, because I refuse to pay for books. Like, that that's the other thing. Like, my mom will go and buy books, uh. and I'm like, you know there's this, like, thing called the library hmm. where you get them for, like, free? <laughs> I just, you I see, just, I and I, I get that, but, like, uh, and my mom does that. She'll, like, um, she can get it, like, on her, on her Kindle or whatever it is. Like, you, you sign up to whatever, the Warwick Library. And you can get the book that way. Thing though is, is that other it, it's almost like a real library. If the book's not available, you won't get it. I'll tell you, like you'll get it, this book in three weeks. See, for me, I am so impatient. I can't wait that long. If I want to read a book, I want to read it now. So I, I can't. I, I would just end up buying it. You know, like I remember in high school. I what was that? Um, Johnny, get your gun. Remember that book? The Def Leppard song? No, well, the Metallica song. That's Billy. That's Billy. Yeah, that's Billy. Yeah. I forget what it was called, but it was the, it was the one that Metallica based the song one off of. One off of, yes. 
and I would check every week for that book, and it was I, I I'm starting to think it was just never there, but it always said it was checked out, probably from like the metal kids. Um, but uh, I would always wonder like every week I would go to the library and I would look for it, and it was never there. So and I hate that, you know. Yeah. So I can't do that, but some people can. So I mean, maybe your mom just doesn't want to wait. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, she's that, that's the thing though. She'll she'll go to the library. She'll get books there. So half of her books are library books, and then the other half are books that she buys. But then downstairs, like she has, like, you know, like the big uh, Tupperware bins. Yeah. Like the eighteen-gallon Tupperware bins. She has those filled with books, and I'm like, Ma, why don't you read them? She actually, there was one book. It had, I can remember it. It had a silver cover. I think it was called Reasonable Doubt. And had like a gavel on it. And it was mm-hmm. like red on there, and it was like a like a, a shiny silver. Like it like if you hit the light on it, it would like reflect. It was like glossy, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that book sat in there. I'm not lying for probably 20 years. And she finally read it like maybe last year. Really? Like I'm like this book has been haunting me. I wanted to read it to just <laughs> see what the hell. Why it was just sitting in there forever? But she actually read that. Yeah, but. I, I just I don't know I cannot read books it, in college like even in even in grade school I remember I had to do a um, like a book report like I would Cliff Notes was my best friend I would I would go to the mall and just read Cliff Notes like in the in the what was it like Barnes and Noble mm-hmm. I would read the Cliff Notes and then do the report off that you're terrible I, would read the, I remember I did a we had to do a uh, collage like a book report based on a collage or a collage based on a book report type thing and it was on Mega Man. There was a Mega Man book. Mega Man 2, I think. Okay. And all I did was I pretty much just took the cover and just put it on there. And then like, you had to like know a little bit about it. So I read the back cover of the book and, and based my book report on that. <laughs> why, didn't you just, why didn't you just go to the video, the video store and rent it? And rent the game? <laughs> I had the game. Oh, you did? I did the report on it. <laughs> and you still had a... Did you play the game or was it just like sitting there? No, no, I played the game. I, I played that game a ton. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I can't, I cannot read a book. Like, it just, that is torture for me. Even when I was in college, like, I remember the first semester, you know, you go to college and, you know, you buy all the books and you, you know, you're highlighting everything and you spend yeah. probably, like, 500 bucks on books it's probably even more now yeah. I mean, we're talking 25 years ago mm-hmm. with us yeah yeah pretty much and right. I think I think after my uh, freshman year I didn't buy a book again <laughs> I, I just I did I, I didn't buy a, I, that's the funny thing with college I don't remember like I remember going to uh, cousin Jeff's and we get down there and he's like I, I gotta study I gotta study and like I went with some guy to the beer store. I got beer. I started drinking while he, it was like a Friday night. He was like doing, uh, he was studying. I'm drinking. And then I remember going to see the king and the same thing. He's like, I think we were there the one time. He's like, you got to give me like two hours. I got to do this uh, like thousand pay or thousand word uh, dissertation on mm-hmm. something. And I'm like, I, I just don't remember doing any of that in college. I don't remember reading. I don't remember doing any reports. None of that. It just... College was like a blur for me. I don't remember doing any work. I don't remember being in any classes. Because you weren't. 
yeah. We were the diner. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We were playing disc golf. Yeah. Because <laughs> you weren't yeah, there. Well, well, that was the first time, the first semester. Yeah. But then, like, it's weird because I buckled down and I got, I was on academic probation and I buckled down and finally got off of it. So I was actually, like, I was doing what I was supposed to do, but I don't remember any of it. I don't remember writing reports. I don't rem- I, I honestly don't remember anything um, in college. I'm trying to think if I do. I remember classes. I don't, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I just wasn't a good student. You know, like, I, I, I think by, oh, col- I by by college I was done, you know, and I went and I I, I never graduated and I just I, I pretty much flunked out, and then because I knew I was just like I'm I have a job lined up for me like I don't really need this, <laughs> so I'm kind of uh, yeah I, I said to to my wife my wife she goes have you thought about going back I'm like why like for what I'm I'm forty like I I just I had no time for that anymore, so I I. I'm like you. Like, I kind of just like, I don't know. I just got by. I always got by, just yeah. barely. Yeah, by the grace of God, somehow I, I passed. It's just yeah. Well, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Mm. But it, it's funny you say that. Um, my daughters uh, just had finished their swim season, and uh, they were actually doing very good. And something happened this year. I don't know if they maybe got a little more older and a little more mature. Or maybe they. Uh, Maybe they believe me now, but we were we were actually at a, uh, a swim meet a few weeks ago in uh, Pine Bush, and um, my wife's like one of her best friends was lives in Pine Bush, used to swim for them, so she came to see the girls swim. Mm-hmm. And you know, I would always tell the girls like this: how you do the stroke, you know, like I was, you know, you got to do better on your flip turns, things like that. And like they would always be like, yeah, 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 you know, they never believed me. But then when this girl told them pretty much verbatim what I was telling them. Like, I think, I don't know if it maybe clicked with them that, like, I actually knew what I was talking about. Okay. But they actually believed me, which is shocking. Yeah. Um, so, like, they all of a sudden kind of, like, got more accepting to, like, my critiques, my uh, constructive criticisms, my advice. And they actually said to me, they're like, I said, you know, the coach that's in um, work now, she's just a it's just her. There's no assistant coaches. So I said to them, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I, maybe I should coach. And they're like, and like, they're actually, uh, like they're for it. And I've coached them in soccer. I've tried to help them with other things, mm-hmm. you know, teaching them how to ski, things like that. And it was just, it was a train wreck. It was a total, they, they didn't want to listen to me. They didn't like anything I had to say, but they seemed to be receptive to me coaching. But the one thing, so I, I actually go and I spoke to our old football coach I saw yeah. him in the hallway one day, and I'm like, Coach, what, what do I need to do to, like, you know, get certified to, or what do I need to do to become a coach here? He's like, well, you got to take this online class, or take a class, college course, do a background, which shouldn't be a problem, and you have to have CPR, which I got through my old job. Um, so that's what's scaring me now. Like, I actually have to take a college class, and they actually offered online, and I don't, like, to me... I'm going to be, it, it, this is going to be completely awkward for me because I'm 20 years out of any type of class, mm-hmm. really, other than the police academy. Um, I don't know how to do anything with a computer anymore other than, like, play solitaire. So I don't know, like, if I have to sit there during lectures, do I have to write uh, 
reports. I, I don't know any of this. What's the class? Like, this, this is, it's something like the. It's it's this long name. It's it's like a like a sentence almost. Okay. I don't know what the name. It's like it just like it, I guess it teaches you like psychology of coaching. But like I, I just I'm like dreading this. Like I are you doing it? I'm gonna probably do it soon. Yeah. It's just one class you have to take. It's it. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be that bad. One class, and if I can maybe get on with the boys' team for the this year, I was hoping to do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you better hurry up. I, yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's a forty-hour class, so I could, like that's the thing I don't know. Like, do you have to do it like off of a set schedule? Do you do it at your own pace? Do you have to do it for a minimum time, a maximum time? Like, could I on like a Sunday just say fuck it, eight hours, just sit there and bang out eight hours of the forty? Right. Like, I don't know. And, like, I just, I'm, like, dreading this. This is, like... That's a lot, actually. The idea of going back to college is absolutely, like, uh, terrifying for me. Because I just, I do not like the idea of it. I'm sure there's somebody you could talk to at the college that could tell you what... It's online, and, uh, like, it's... Well, they still know. Like, upstate New York is where the... They Uh, hold it, but it's... It's the cheapest one I saw. Right. So. I don't know. You have to look into yeah, that. But I, I, like, I guess you just got to take it once and you're good for any, like, you can coach anything. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, I just, I'm dreading it. Did you tell him that you already have experience <laughs> coaching? Yeah, I don't think that'll much matter. <laughs> but it's funny because I, I talked to uh, our old football coach and then, like, the next meet, he actually came into the uh, the pool area and he sits right down next to me he's like oh baby coach Cleveland yeah you, know? you mentioned that yeah 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 so yeah that, that was uh, that was interesting seeing him there yeah uh, um, well we should kind of uh, mention that um, congratulations are in order officially you are yes. officially retired I'm officially done now. So does that mean we could talk about all your past exploits? Oh yeah, yeah. We Finally, will, yeah, we will do a we will do a fun episode on that. Finally, I've been waiting almost six years <laughs> for this <laughs> because we've yeah. we've always danced around it, and then I think earlier this year you kind of like broke the news, but we still had to keep like a little hush hush on it, certain things. Yes. But now we can kind of like really get now, into. Yeah, now it's it's full bore. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm, I, it, it's weird, too, because it was about two weeks ago I had my walkout. And whenever you retire, they usually, you know, they'll get on the radio and they, they say, you know, thank you for your service. You know, this is your final call or your final shift. Da, 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 da. And you walk out, everyone salutes you. You know, you take pictures, all that happy horseshit. Um, right. And, it, like, for the, like, afterwards, like, Honestly, when I was walking out the door, like, I kind of started, like, for a second, I had to, like, kind of, like, hold everything back in. Like, I, I, like, I almost got, like, real emotional about it. Because, mm-hmm. again, it was, it was pretty much half of my life. I mean, yeah. I started at 22, and it was 20 years. Yeah. 20 years to the day. And it was, uh, <laughs> I kind of had to, like, hold back it, hold it back in a little. I had to, like, you know, get myself together. And, you know, the first few days, it didn't really kind of click with me. And then I was listening to a podcast, and one of them said, you know, it was a, it's a police-based podcast, and they said, you know, being a former cop, and then I, it, like, it kind of, like, clicked in my head then, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a 
former cop now. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I am now. Uh, yeah. Just a regular civilian, if you will. And it's, it, it, it took, it kind of like, it took me back a little. Like, I'm like, yep, I'm just, it's nothing anymore. You know, before, I, I don't want to say I have prestige or anything, but, you know, I, ha- I had a title. Like, I had something to my name. You know, when I answered the phone, I answered it a certain way, you know, a detective and things like that. And now it's just, I'm just Tom. It's, 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 it's weird. Well, you're still a former, you're still a former officer. Um, you can't really take that away from you. You know, I wouldn't say you're just a regular citizen. Yeah. You're a retired cop. I mean, pretty much anything right now. I mean, yes, I will always have that title to my, my profession, if you will. But pretty much from now on, I'm I'm just a regular guy. There was I don't know if you put it up or your wife did, but it showed like your first day. There was a picture of you, your mom, and your dad. Um, and I I, I looked at the picture and I, I I got like uh, not emotional, but I was just like, wow, oh, that's that such a long time ago. Like you you think like twenty years ago. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it was just like a, it, it just feels like a lifetime ago. Like, because I'm the same as you. I started mine next month, I'll hit 20 years. Yeah. Um, and you gotta, like, it's just like it, it, it went by quickly, but it didn't, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely weird. It is. It really, and I think, like, man, 20 years, I think 20 years ago, and where we were, and like, like, what, like, it was just, it's just, uh, it's bizarre to think about it like that. I don't know. Like I, I, I and I, I saw a picture of, of you and your parents, and I was just wow. Like, like so much has fucking changed. Um, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, like back then, I mean, the, you and your wife didn't even know each other existed. No. <laughs> the king no. and his wife didn't know each other existed. Cousin Jeff and his wife didn't like Triple D. Didn't, like every pretty much the only ones that knew each other were me and my wife. I mean, we've been together for. I don't know, like 22 years, 22 years, you know, 22 years now about. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Mr. X. Yeah. We're, we're the only two that have really like known our significant others, um, that long. And, uh, Johnny. Well, that's right. Yeah. But they weren't even dating. They were just, they, no, they were. were they no, oh long? yeah. Oh yeah. They were. They definitely yeah. were. Um, Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that. Um, my dad was alive. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's a big one. You know? Yeah, like and it's weird because I can remember like certain things about the academy, and like I can remember one day it was we were, were we got yelled at, you know, like and it was one of us screwed off. It was probably something minor, but they go out and they beat your ass, you know. They make you go out and run, and it was a cold day. It was. Like, there was a little bit of snow on the ground. Like, I don't know if it had snowed and it melted or it, it, like, we had a snow cover, but it melted and there was just, like, patches of snow or it was just, I can't remember the exact weather, how it was, but I remember there being snow on the ground. And there was a hill and we were doing mountain climbers on there. And I remember my top, like, we're in our grays. Like, so you had to wear, you had your PT uniform, which was, you know, shorts, a t-shirt, sweatpants, and sweat top, mm-hmm. or you were in your grays, which is like your your. It's like a police uniform, but it was grays, like they're colored grays, and you wore a tie and it had your patch on and all that. And I remember my my tie because you had a clip with it. My tie was 
on the clip and then the bottom part was in the snow and we're doing mountain climbers and i looked over at the, one of the girls that was in the academy and i'm like i whispered to her i'm like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> i'm like this is stupid like we're freezing our hands are in the snow we don't have gloves on like i'm like this is stupid and like for that brief moment there i thought about quitting like i'm like this is like i'm like fuck this and then like i kind of snapped back into it and i'm like nah it ain't that bad it ain't that bad let's just keep going through and like that's like kind of like that's like one of the main memories i have like do you um you, know, you talk about the academy and stuff, and I, I, I think about this. Like, think about all the people we worked with over the years, the people you started with. Like, do you ever wonder like what happened to a lot of them? Oh yeah. Um, like they all went different ways. I'm assuming after the academy. Like, do you ever know what happened to a lot of them? Like, or they just like you don't know. I out of them, I only talked to one person. Yeah. Wow. Um, we we I think graduated with 22. Um, the only one I talked with actually was in, in Wallkill with me. She started with me in Wallkill. She eventually moved on to another department, but me and her started together. She's the only one I talked with, but like in our class, like out of the 22, I think like, I think one retired already had military. So he retired early. Okay. Um, I know like, a f I think a few got fired. I know, uh, one of them died. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. Not, not police related. Wow. Um, we had a few, you know, get into trouble, you know. Huh. Wow. So, yeah. Actually, one of them did retire, but it was off of a medical, like, early on. Like, wow. within, like, I it's think, so like, the first few years. so crazy. It's crazy. Like, you all start at the, you all have a, you start at the starting line at the same time, and, like, you just veer off, and, like, especially with my job, like, it, it's such a big organization um like the people the day i started there was three of us one guy i don't know where he went to i looked him up recently he's still working there uh i just forget he does some technical thing and the other woman i worked with is still in union i actually just got uh they sent like some email thing and she was asking a question so i saw her i know she's still with you know in in, in my company but then I think about like, all the people I worked with over the years. I'm like, I wonder what happened to a lot of them. Like, I, you just never like, everyone just like has these different paths, and it's it just it's just weird to think about. Oh yeah, I, I mean, funny story. My mom, she's in a senior group, and today they went for a uh, they do like a senior trip, and they went down to the uh, Brownstone down in Jersey. Uh, actually, one of the Real Housewives, her husband owns it, so they went down there for like a luncheon. And on the bus with her was my former sergeant, who I, like, still bullshit with all the time. Huh. And he actually, uh, he texted me. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, like, sitting next to your mom on the bus or something. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, tell her to get home. We got wood to fire with the stack. <laughs> that's what I did today. I stacked, like, I stacked all of our inside wood. I got, like, a quart of wood sitting in the house mm -hmm. ready to, to get burned. But, yeah, like, him, and, and it's weird. When I started in Walkhill, there was, like, two different groups there was like the elder statesmen mm. like these were guys that had 10 plus years on and then there was like no one up until like i got hired there was like two guys that got hired like eight months before me like three guys that got hired six months before me and then i got hired with five people mm. 
and then like we kept hiring after that so there was like a big gap and like by the time I left Wallkill to go to Highland Falls I ended up uh, like seeing all these guys retire hmm. you know and it's weird like I still talk with them and like you know speaking with them in the beginning it's like I don't know if I'm ever going to make it to 20 years and now I'm actually there yeah and like oh yeah I still I still think of myself as like a young guy but like I'm not like mm-hmm. that's the weird part so yeah I do the same thing I I, yeah. I remember a year into where I was I, I'm like I'm going to quit I hated it where I was I hated it I hated the people I work with I hated the the, the management there um, and I'm just like I'm not going to make it here and uh, yeah. like, you know you, you find your you find your niche you know like uh, I moved around a lot and I found good places I found bad places um, and now I'm thinking like I got another <laughs> I got another 18 years to go I don't it's tough man like it's like I tell people I have that much time they don't believe me um, yeah. that's the problem with starting early yeah like even with that you know I, I started at 22 I was in Wallkill, I was the youngest one in the department for like three years. Then one guy got hired; he was younger than me, and then he left, and I became the youngest again. Hmm. And then in the academy, I was the youngest. And it's funny because I'm 22 sitting here. A guy to my um, left and my right are 35, and then the guy in front of me, he was 35, going to be 36 in the academy. Mm-hmm. So like these guys were like, they hit puberty by the time I was born. Yeah, and I'm sitting next to them in class. Mm-hmm. And like with Wallkill, I they hired me in October. We didn't do the academy until the day after Super Bowl, so like in February. So like I had already by the time the academy started, I had like five months on the job. Hmm. So like all these people that I graduated with, they're getting close to they're like six months away from retirement. Wow. But huh. like you know, some of them started like their first day was the first day of the academy. So wait, what? How did you have five? months before what did you do during those five months then i just sat around the station they had us going on calls they like we did things. oh you did like ride-alongs and stuff yeah we did like pretty much ride-alongs paperwork in the station okay okay like we were gophers things like that wow all right so all right okay because I, I was just i was actually going to ask you that when like when is your did your state start the day you graduated the academy or the day you started but you okay so you didn't start the academy for like another five months all right yeah wow well, I had that much like time on so like even going into the academy like I kind of knew things already like I had kind of a grasp on how to do stuff because I was handling calls you know like we were we were doing like minor things like mm-hmm. we had kind of a, a slight knowledge of the law and it was weird because like when you got into the academy they would say to you like everything you learn in college forget about everything you need to know about police work you're going to learn here in the police academy and from being five months already on the road, like guys said, like they're like, listen, they're gonna teach you shit at the academy. Don't even fucking listen. Like you're gonna learn everything you need to know on the street, mm-hmm. and you do. You learn everything you need to. Like the academy is more for liability. Like granted, yes, they do teach you things like the law, tactics, driving, things like that. Like a a foundational amount of knowledge, but like where you can actually grow and learn how to talk with people and learn how to read people and get in the cars and things like that you learn on the street so it was uh like kind of going into the academy like i kind of remembered that in the back of my head like take this with a grain of salt you know because it's it's not everything that it needs to be there Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it, it was it was definitely uh it was definitely weird and you know looking back at it you know times that we would get 
you know, if you will punish, things like that. I mean, I can remember certain things, and it was just, it, it's weird looking back at it now, knowing that, like, that's not part of me anymore. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does get a little, uh, I guess, nostalgic, if you will. Of course, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, it, I don't want to say, like, you know, in, in 18 years, you'll see what it's like. And it's just, it's very, like, you kind of look back and you're like, was it really worth doing all this work? And now that I'm retired, it's like, I kind of want to live a little. Like, you always hear about people retiring and, like, now they're going to travel and now they're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to do all that. I don't have the money to do it, one. And two, I'm still young enough where I can't. And I've already started another job. Yeah. So, uh, like, it's just, I'm like... And this next job, this job I have now, I mean, I don't really care at this point. Uh, I actually work for a, a weed company. <laughs> I go from police work to work. I mean, really? <laughs> it's all the people you busted could see you now. <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 package, uh, I package, you know, cannabis products. And it's just weird because, like, all these people in here, like, you know, that I work with now, like, I look at them and I'm like... Yeah, I would be arresting all of you, you know, like, and I kind of have to, like, watch my tongue with, with certain things I say and stuff like that because right. of how it is. But it's just definitely, it's it's weird, like, kind of, this job I have now is, is more of a just, I'm going there for a paycheck. I don't care. Yeah, well, that's what you're supposed to do Yeah. after like, that, it, you know, like, you're supposed to just kind of have a job just to kind of... I mean, get, obviously, get the extra income in, but also to keep your keep you active. Yeah. You're st- you are still young, and I, and that's the one thing I always kind of joked around with you about is like, you know, after you're done with this, like, you're gonna have to find something else. Like with me, like when I retire, I'm I'm done. <laughs> it, it, I'm at an age where like I can't do anything else. You know what I mean? I, so it, it's, but. but like you just said, like you're young enough where you can still kind of do the. I'll be, I'll be sixty, and what the fuck am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm really, I'm not gonna really be able to do much. Like my kids will be in college, they'll be gone. Like I'll be going to Atlantic City every weekend yeah. on the bus with your mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I, I look at like, and it's it's weird because. I always said it was going to end up this way, but it really has come to fruition. Um, I, I said, you know, police job was my career. Now this weed company is my job. Like, if mm-hmm. they were to fire me tomorrow, I'd just be like, oh, well. You know, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. Or if I lost my career job, I'd be, like, shitting a brick. Now I'm just kind of like, eh. And that's got to be, and that's got to be nice in a way. Like, it's, it really is just like, it's like being 19 and working at, like, a pizza place. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're not going to be there forever, and it's not a job like, this is my career, like, this is just like, eh, it's something to do between Monday to Friday, and I get a paycheck at the end of the week, and if I get fired, then I'll find something else, or I'll just sit at home for a little bit, you know? Yeah, I, that's pretty much what it is, and I've walked into this job with, like, I'm not stressing myself out. Right. I am, like, in, in Wallkill, you were stressed because of management. They, mm-hmm. they did not like the police. We, I mean, if anyone would Google Town of Wallkill, you know, 
there's a million stories of what happened, and that was when we were uh, in high school. So it's nothing that I did. So no one can sit there and say, you know, oh, he was this or that. Yeah. But like, yeah, just stress. It was just, it, let alone like you were more worried about the politicians and management there than you were on the street with the like the perps. And then in Highland Falls, it was kind of the same thing. Like we we had a uh, very tumultuous board where you know there was talks of just eliminating the department altogether you know just getting just completely dismantling the department so like you always had that stress and then obviously the job is stressful on its own you know dealing with you know dead babies and domestics and shit like that and now that i'm like done with that like i have zero like work-related stress yeah and like it's just it's so nice to have that where i just can i I go in there like the hardest part of the day and i say it every morning like the wife she's getting ready for work and i walk in and i'm like three more days we just got to do this three more days till the weekend Mm -hmm. and like i actually have off on the weekends now um don't really have to work holidays um i can take time off probably not as much as i could in the other job because we accrued a lot but Mm -hmm. like with this if i just don't want to work i'm like put me in for unpaid leave like I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, it's not like the other job you had to do 20 years. You had to do 20 years to get that pension. This is like a 401k. And as I work, I get money put into it. I don't care. Like, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. working to get it in there, but it's not a big deal. So it's, it's the stress level is completely down with that. Nice. And it's really just an easy job. I literally take 10 gummies, put it in a container, seal a container, put it in a box and move on to the next thing hmm. so I'm it, it's definitely nice being retired it, right it, it gives me a lot more free time well good well congratulations again yes and we'll, we'll definitely be talking more about stories we'll we'll, we'll get a whole yeah I'm gonna I, probably here and there. I'm gonna put it I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put together some questions for you I think because uh, I mean I I know a lot I, I obviously We've been friends for all that 20 years, so I know a lot, but I think uh, it'd be nice to kind of dive into some of the things you've you've done and some of the calls you've been on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah there, there's, I mean, there's something, like, that's the one good thing about that job is it was, like, an office job. You go and you do the same thing every day. With my job, it was, any day was just, it could be pure chaos or it could be dead boring or it could be, like, it, it, every day was a crapshoot on what you had. And does that, so that did that did that ever? Feel, uh, I mean, I guess I could probably say. But I'll, I'll ask you now. Did that ever like give you like like a like a ner- like a not anxiety, but like n- like a nervous feeling? Like, what's today gonna be? Not not yes and no. It's a, it's a complex uh, question, and I guess maybe a complex answer. I was never worried about going on a call. Mm-hmm. Dead bodies, um, any of that. I did. I never. I none of that ever kind of like clicked in my head. You know, like anything like that. No call ever really kind of worried me going into. I knew I was prepared. You know, mentally I would be there. Like I, I prepared for as much as <laughs> this may shock everyone who knows me. I would mentally. I was always mentally prepared to go into anything. Mm-hmm. And. I had a, uh, a very good working knowledge of 
every call. And it wasn't always that way. Obviously, as a rookie, you're, you're, you're new to everything, and you learn stuff constantly. But after about five years, that's usually when they say you're not a rookie anymore, and you mm-hmm. have a grasp on everything. And you needed that in Wallkill because it was just such, I mean, it was call after call after call. I mean, it was, it, I may post maybe one of my run sheets, if I can find it, of when I was in Wallkill, and it was like 20 calls in one shift and eight reports and four accidents. And I mean, like, it was just constant work. Mm-hmm. When I got in Highland Falls, it was a much uh, slower department. So everything that I learned in Wallkill, I brought to Highland Falls. I didn't, I never got stumped once. I was getting, you know, people would be coming to me for answers on certain things. So it was, it was good having that knowledge. And, and I enjoyed being in a busy department because it definitely taught me everything I needed to know. So I never got stressed on that. Uh, it was more, I guess the best way of putting it, when you were in Wallkill was if you did something that could have pissed someone off, they had the ability to make a complaint against you. Mm. So you had to answer to the management. And that's where it was more stressful. Like I said, you were more worried about management than you were the guys on the street. Right. Wow. And in Highland Falls, it was since it was slower, you'd almost, you got into a, uh, if you will, luxury of not being busy. So when you'd get a call, it was like, oh, I got to go on a call. And then having that run and gun type uh, mindset from Wallkill, now you're going to like an alarm and you're like, this is just a waste of my time. Because you'd be going to the same alarm at the same house or the same 911 hang up or the same, it was the same calls all the time. You'd be dealing with the same people. Like we had good cameras in, in Highland Falls and you could actually put on a camera, have someone walking away from you on the camera and you'd know who it was just from their walk. Cause you would just see these people every single day. They never left the village. They were there. Um, and Highland Falls was landlocked. There was the Hudson River that blocked it one way. There was Harriman State Park on one side, Black Rock Park on the other, and then West Point property all around it. So like, literally we were like in our own bubble. Mm-hmm. We were like 10 miles away from any other uh, community. So like, we were just, if you were in Highland Falls, you either lived there or you were there to do something bad, or you were going to West Point. Mm-hmm. So, like, you knew everyone who was there. So the, the stress on that wasn't there. But, yeah, I never, I mean, there was always a little bit of a fear, I guess you could say, going to a call. But I never mind, I never mind, uh, worried about that. Like, I remember, I'll get into one story, one story. One quick story. Uh, one quick story. <laughs> uh, it was either Thanksgiving or New Year's Eve. And but there was... I think it was uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, excuse me. And there was a bunch of us on because heavy drinking night. There was probably like eight of us on. And I was on the traffic unit at the time. So everyone on the road, we I think had seven shotguns. Mm-hmm. There was eight of us on. So I was the only one without a shotgun because I wasn't going to calls. Okay. And I'm sitting over on uh, 211 and we got a call for shots fired. Hmm. at a bar so we all start heading there and the dispatcher is on the phone and she's keyed up on the mic so we can hear the conversation she's having with the bartender had gotten shot in the leg like in the hip and she crawled into the bathroom she barricaded herself in the bathroom with a like another guy 
and she's like, you know, there's a shooting, it's active, it's going on now, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, we just hear pop, 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 wow. in the background of the thing. So we're flying. I mean, I'm doing like 120 down to 11. And I get on the phone with my wife. I call her up. And I'm like, I'm heading to a shooting. Everything's fine. And I hang up the phone. So she's like freaked out now. Well, why would you call her in the first place? Just in case something happened. Okay. Okay. At least, like, it was, like, the last thing she'd hear from me. <laughs> Everything's fine. Click. Not I love you. Not- <laughs> yeah. So we go there. We're pulling that, and it's right It's right down the road from our station. So we're, uh, we're pulling. I'm the second one getting there. The sergeant is maybe, like, 20 car lengths ahead of me. And he said, he goes, pull over that car. He goes, that guy just got shot. So as we're pulling down, we see I see a body lying in the parking lot. I guess like the guy they, the guy was chasing the guy. He they run out the door and he pops him right in the back of the head. Kills him. Shit! Wow. He, he drops dead. So they all jump into this car and now the car is coming towards me. And there's like it's an industrial area where we are. Um, they have like a bunch of you know factory things. So they have like double entrances. So I like peel into the one entrance like pretty much on two wheels I cut around I get behind the car they end up pulling them over where the um, Buffalo Wild Wings is now mm-hmm. right there on 211 and we're all getting out and I don't have a shotgun but everyone else has got a shotgun and we're all surrounding the car the car stops and out of the corner of my eye one of my guys I'm working with he jumped out of the car he never put it in park oh. and the car starts rolling and I see him out of the corner of my eye and like when they say you get tunnel vision, you literally do. Like everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't hear anything, you don't see anything. You just see what you know. You see what's directly ahead of you. Someone could have walked up and pushed me over, like with a feather. That like you're not paying attention to anything that's directly in front of you. So I got tunnel vision, but out of the corner of my eye, I see him like kind of like it hits him like behind the leg, and he like kind of you know how like if you like get hit behind the leg, you kind of like buck up. A yes, little? yeah. I see him do that, and I'm like, did he just get shot? Hmm. Like, because I couldn't, like, you don't hear anything. Like, literally, my ears just shut down. All I can see, and I just see him, and I'm like, and like, I start squeezing the trigger a little bit, and thank God I didn't, because we would have unloaded on this car. Huh. So, we end up uh, arresting all of them, and, you know, there was a murder charge and all that. But yeah, that was, that was. That was one Jesus. of the ones that my wife still yells at me about till today. Wow. So, but yeah, that was that was one of them. Jesus, I, I don't think, I don't think. Maybe, I mean, maybe you have. I've heard a lot of stories from you. I don't know if I ever heard that one. I, I, I'm trying to remember. Hmm. But yeah, that was. But even that, like, I wasn't nervous going into that because our dispatcher was very good about giving us the information. We literally could hear what was going on inside of the bar at the time, and. We handled it perfectly fine. Like, you know, it was a felony stop. They all came out, you know, prone out on the ground, handcuffs, all that. So, I mean, it was a... What was the... Do you, you, do you know the reasoning behind the shooting? Just so far? beef. Beef, yeah. Okay, that's what I figured. Interesting. So, wow. But, yeah, that, but now, now I got a lot more time on my hands and a lot more stress-free. Wow. And I guess that kind of leads me to uh, 
wanting, and I know I have had a ban on um, going to the movies. <laughs> I, I don't like going to movies anymore just because of uh, how Hollywood is. Mm -hmm. But there is one movie I am lifting the ban on to go see. Godzilla minus one. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm looking I'm forward to seeing. But what are you looking I'm for? I'm extremely excited about this. It, it is the story of the Von Erichs. Yeah, the, the Iron Claw. The I will uh, before you. I will say like I. Uh, I don't want to say I had like. Uh, doubts about it, but like I was kind of like, all right, well, like, I wonder what it, like it, it, it's it's. I wonder what like it's gonna how it's gonna be made, you know. And then I saw the trailer. And I'm like, oh, this looks really fucking good. Yes. Um, and it's put out by a, a movie company called A24, which right now is like the hot movie company. Like okay. yeah, like they. I've never heard of them. Oh yeah, they're again, they're they're independent. They actually, like when this well, this whole strike's going on, they're one of the few studios that could still make movies because they weren't. They're not. Non-union. I don't know the details, but I just remember reading that like a twenty four movies were still being made. But um, yeah, but like they're like the big, the big independent company right now. Like uh, I don't know if you remember, do you remember hearing that movie at the beginning of the year called The Whale with Brendan Fraser. Yes. Very good movie, by the way. Um, but uh, I, um, what was I saying? I got distracted. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they're, they 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 produced that movie, and that was like a, a big like Oscar movie. Like I had like Oscar buzz around it. So they they put out really good movies, and they're behind this one. And the trailer it's alone. Star uh, cast. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It, it, it's um, Zach Efron's in it. The the kid from Shameless who played, I don't know his name. Lip. Jeremy Allen White. Yes, him. Um, that girl Lily. Yeah. She was like in Snow White or one of them. Yeah, something like that. But um, it looks so well made, and and, and I'm even though like, I know what happens. In it, I, I'm still like I'm I'm pumped to see this movie. I, I've been when I think I don't know if you told me about it or if I saw it for the first time, but I know when we talked about it, like we both got excited about this. Mm -hmm. And this isn't going to be like a feel-good movie. This is going to be no. If if you have no idea about the Von Erich family, like uh, go in. You know, don't, actually, <laughs> don't read about it. If you don't know you about could. it, don't read about it. Yeah. Just go see the movie. Because you were going to be like, wow. How did, like, what a, what a story. But I'm wondering, like, because I'm, I'm looking at, I looked at the cast and stuff, and I don't want to give any spoilers for people who don't know, but they're missing a, a brother in there. That, I, I mean, I don't know if maybe they're just not, it's just like a no-name guy going to play him, but the youngest brother, I think Chris, his name is Chris. Chris. Yeah, He's not. There's no. There's no casting for him. So now I'm wondering. Like, I wonder if they're gonna show that because even that's like a that that adds to the tragedy of the whole of the whole family. Like he he's part of that. So I'm curious if if he's gonna be in it or not. And I, I hope he is because if they don't, I'm I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna be a little annoyed because you gotta you gotta talk about every brother. <laughs> there's yeah, they even six of them. In the, uh, uh, who was it? M, M MJF. Maxwell is playing like the uh, uh, 
cousin or something. So, that was, so what happened? He was part of the, the trope. Yes and no. So he is playing. Oh, I, for, I forget his name. So when someone when the, when the brothers started leaving Texas and going to like WWF or NWA, Fritz wanted to bring this kid in and call him a Von Eric. And the brothers were against it because he figured he he they they were saying like you know this is like going against you know the fans trust us so now we're gonna lie to him and saying this guy's part of our family when he's really not it's kind of like with the with, like the Andersons like Arn Anderson Ole Anderson like Anderson, yeah. yeah like anyone who's named Anderson was like a brother or a cousin or something and meanwhile none of them were related <laughs> at all. Well then uh, even uh, even what's his name um, Fritz he had I think Waldo. Yeah. They brought in as a brother. Yes. Or a cousin. Yeah, something like that. Like, he, he flirted with this back when he was wrestling. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he. You know, they recycle stuff with wrestling all the time, so I'm sure he probably thought, you know, let's keep the legacy going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was probably when the territories were really starting to dwindle out. Yeah, they were. So, um, so anyway, that's who he's. That's who MJF is playing. He's playing like the. Uh, the fraud Von Eric brother or yes. cousin, whatever it is. So that's who he's playing. But it looks really good. And you asked me this question, and it was, um, you know, why aren't uh, what was your question? It was like, why aren't there more wrestling movies? Or yes, because I mean, when you think about it, I mean, you there are so many stories. Oh I yeah. Mean, I mean, even if you were to do like a Ric Flair, and I'm sure that probably there will eventually be one. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a Hogan one in, in the works now. Yeah, that one. I don't know what's going on with that one, and it's has so much height. I mean, it, it did. It you know, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Yeah, he was gonna play Hogan, and Chris Hemsworth's a huge star. Um, but I I've heard nothing about it in a few years, so I don't know if it's still happening or what's going on. I I I'm hoping it comes out. I'd love to see it. But they haven't really uh, said anything about it. And there's a Vince McMahon movie coming out from Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think they've cast anything yet, but it's in the works. Um, but back to your question. Yeah, it was pretty much, I mean, I'm not saying all, like, cheesy ones, like uh, No Holds Barred. Not, not saying it's cheesy. But not based off of anything that actually right. happened. Mm-hmm. The, the only one that would probably be semi- and I guess she, they said a lot of it was based off of Jake the Snake, was uh, the wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there really hasn't been any movies. Like, biography? Like, like biography? Biographical? Yes, or whatever? Like fact-based movies. Well, first and, of all... Like for, said, again, wrestling has so many stories. It does. Wrestling's also very taboo um, when it comes to, like, the public. Because either you... Like, this is a, a really tragic story. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of layers to it. So, it, it, it's, it's, I'm surprised, I'm actually surprised they're making it because, just because of how, tra- how tragic it is. I mean, it's really depressing. Yeah. When you really kind of look into it. And I mean, it's even tragic before they started becoming the big. Only, I mean, I, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, because the one brother died when he was six. Yeah, it starts like right away. <laughs> Yeah, like you did. <laughs> that that starts right away. He was pretty the much. oldest brother, I believe. It was. It was the first kid. 
He was the first the kid. The very first he, kid. <laughs> when yeah. he died. And drowned in freak, two inches of water. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. If you know about the, the Von Erichs, then you know the stories. But, like, it, it's each, with the exception of one, like, each one, like, is just really sad. And the, the way they go out is unbelievable. Yeah. Um... It's like dominoes. Pretty much, yeah. So, you know, you wonder why, like, they don't do that. Like, and it had me thinking, like, who would they really... Be? You could do Flair, maybe. But other than, like... Flair would, Flair would be a good one. It would be, you know, but, like... The plane, the plane wreck. Yeah. Like, his, that, that'd, be like that'd be like a comeback story. Yeah. Um, the only one I could think of is maybe, like, Owen Hart. Um... That would be like a good movie, like you could really do some with it. But then you have to get the rights from the family, and like I know, like they're yeah. very much. His wife controls his estate, and she's been very picky about who like does what with his name. Um, but the Hearts is a, is a really good one because there's a, there's a, with those big wrestling families, there's a lot of tragedy in that as well. A lot of the brothers died and stuff. Um, but who else would you really? Do something about maybe Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody would come to mind. Yeah, that, that's I mean, a good anything, one. If they wanted to tell a story, they could either go two ways where I would do it, and it would more almost be like a uh, kind of like a factory type thing, like where they were producing them a lot out of. Mm-hmm. And it would either be the um, in Minneapolis that one like high school that had like the Road Warriors, uh, Rick Rude, Hennig, Rude, Demolition, Hennig, yeah. all them. Or you could go with, um, the, I forget the name of the college, but like where DiBiase, uh, Tito, mm. all them guys went, Tully, they all went to like one college and that was based off of the Funks. Oh wow, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they all went to like this one like, I don't know if it was a Division two school, but like they, they all, like all of them played college there. And I guess it was right around uh, Amar- Amarillo. Okay. That's where the Funks were out of. Right, yeah, yeah. And they like, I guess, through Terry and Dory and all them, they, like, it was just became, like, a factory for all these guys coming out of, uh, playing there. Bruiser Brody went there, actually, okay. for a, a semester. Him, uh, who else? There was a bunch. Or you could, even this one, like, uh, this wouldn't be a bad story, but, like, the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle. You know, these were... Yeah. Kurt Angle would be, wouldn't be a bad one. Yeah, I guess. Uh, just his, like, rise from... Yeah, that, that, that'd that be a decent one. But I think what draws people is, like, tragedy. You know? Or Andre. Andre. Andre would be a good one. Andre, because a lot of and you, that's another thing you you had to take, get like a well known. Now the Von Erics aren't really well known, really outside of like that's like Texas, like especially like old, like old school Texas, and like wrestling fans. So like you're really inter- you're taking a chance with this because it's not someone that the public knows. Now, um, so you you kind of have to get someone that's, that. That, that's why I said like Owen Hart would be a good one because I think a lot of people know that story but not, might not know a lot of the backstory. Yeah. Um, Him always living in the shadow. Yeah. The youngest, the smallest. Mm-hmm. And then his tragic end. Um, yeah. So I think that if they were going to do another 
movie like this, I think that would be the next one they could do. But again, there's a lot of like legality, legal shit to, to kind of go with and, uh, you know, all that crap. So. Yeah, but I'm I'm extremely excited about this. For me to take a ban off of something, it's this, yeah. this, this movie has gotten me so excited. And when I saw that trailer, I was like, it, just seeing everyone, you yeah, know, seeing the free birds, seeing uh, you know, it, just everything about it. And my again, the one thing I like that they said they they danced around it, but they never actually said it in the trailer. And I hopefully they don't say it in the movie is the the Von Eric curse. They never, they, they said there was always tragedy. Like, their family was, like, like, encompassed in tragedy. From the trailer, you know something bad's going to happen, but you don't know how bad it's going to mm-hmm. be. We know. <laughs> but that's that's what, that's what I liked about the trailer. You're right. They didn't really touch on that. They danced around it, which I like, because now it's like you're going, if you don't know anything about it, and you just see, like, oh, this looks pretty good. Let me check this out. You don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. And, like, see, because I said it to my wife. I'm like, we're going to see this. She's like, and I'm like, we're going to see it opening night. She's like, well, what's it about? And then, like, I kind of had, like, it got me excited. So I started telling her the story. And I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, shit, I should have never said anything. I should have just said, you're going. Yeah. And I kicked myself for saying that because, like, I wanted to see, I'd like to see someone who doesn't know the story, like, what their reaction is after. Mm-hmm. Like, a completely no knowledge of anything with wrestling and just to watch it and just be like, wow. I mean, it's going to be, yeah. It's 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 rough. It's going to be a rough movie. And, like, even though it's based off of wrestling and you're having a lot of tragic tales in this, I'm wondering if this is going to be any type of, uh, like, and I could care less if it gets anything, but, like, any type of Oscar stuff. Because you're, 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 you're not basing it off, like, the wrestler was campy at times and it had like goofiness to it this is going to be like a this is a drama I, I consider this more of a drama than a if you will an action movie because of the wrestling oh hands so down I'm wondering if they're going to if they're going to give this any type of consideration um, I think the guy who plays Carrie Von Eric is is, is going to get nominated for something Lip whatever his name is I hope so I, I, I really I don't think I don't right think Zach I don't think Zach Efron will by he's really good that kid really good did you do you watch the bear at all yes i i, I we started season two we never we you know, yeah, like, we're halfway through that. yeah we never finished season two but he's really good and i think uh and just from watching the the trailer as he's playing carrie von eric i'm like he's that he's gonna get something out of this no one else might but he i think i really believe he's gonna because that out of all of them it's it's mainly going to be about Kevin Von Erich, played by Zac Efron, but he's like Carrie Von Erich is like that that heartbeat of that whole family. Yes. He's the most well known out of all of them, and it's like out of all, I think it's probably the most tragic one out of all of them because uh, you know, he had the, the motorcycle accident where he lost his foot, and and he had to hide that for years, um, yeah. and just his downfall. Yeah, like there's just so much, and and the. Each brother has like their own thing. It's crazy. It, it really is. I, I can't wait. I could think that might get one is maybe Fritz because the, the funny thing is with like the uh, trailer, you're just seeing 
you don't see very much of Fritz in it. No, you don't. What you see is very intense scenes. You know, like him always yelling in this and that. I think he might. I think maybe they're hiding him, mm-hmm. and he might be maybe the breakout guy in it. Yeah. Well, he's gonna like, wow, he this guy, like, he's gonna be like the who made it. Yeah. He he's gonna be positioned as the bad guy in this mm-hmm. for pushing his sons into the business and all that crap. That's what I think, but no, no, it looks it looks amazing. I I honestly can't wait to to see. It. I don't know if I'll see it opening night because it, it, it's coming out fucking Christmas weekend. Yeah, <laughs> like I it's don't just care. yeah, but uh, it, there, if, it if should be a good. Snowstorm, I'll sit in the parking lot. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be there opening night. What day is it? It's the twenty first or the twenty second. I believe the twenty second. Yeah, that's the Friday. Okay, yeah. Well, we'll see. But it, it looks it looks. I'm definitely gonna. St- Within a week of it being out, I'll definitely be there. So, Kerry uh, uh, Von Eric, he uh, he wrestled at the uh, the Nassau Coliseum probably once or twice. Oh yeah, definitely. And I ended up uh, and at the Nassau Coliseum was the original home of the New York Islanders. And I went to uh, opening night this year, and I had the worst experience as a spectator. <laughs> Really? Even even worse game. when you wanted the pretzel and they didn't. <laughs> and they worse ran out. That. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that I still. T- I don't. Did I ever tell that story on here? Mm-mm. We go to the Islanders home opener. This had to have been God, fifteen years ago, somewhere around there. We go to the home opener. The Islanders the get. Yeah, at the Coliseum. The Islanders get blown out. I mean, it was like. Which is typical. Yeah, it was like six one or six two or something. It was just a rough game. So you're you're upset, and you're like the only thing that's gonna make me feel better is getting a, a um a pretzel from the guy in the shopping cart outside. Yes. So we go out. There's the line for the guy the pretzel. You wait on <laughs> you wait on line. And it's a it's a decent line because everyone's coming out of the game. They want like a snack. You get up. There's a guy in front of you. The guy in front of you gets. I'll take six. I'll take six pretzels. He takes six. The guy in the cart goes. All right, I'm out. <laughs> You were literally the guy, the next guy. You, yeah. you just throw your hands up in the air. You shake your head. We just walk to the car. It, it just that's, made the night typical, even worse typical, for you. Uh, that's a typical home opener for me. <laughs> I know it wasn't funny, too, but I, I love telling that story. Because <laughs> it's just like, it's something you see in like Curb Your Enthusiasm or something. Like, yeah, literally, that, the guy funny. in front of you takes like. So much of it, and he just dries. He just takes everything out. He takes whatever was left. He just took the rest of it. And he yeah, he took like one that was black. <laughs> it like fell in the coals, and he ate that one too. I mean, he it. literally took. It had a. It was. It wasn't like one or two. It was like four or five or. Six. It was like it was a lot of pretzels. He took and yeah. took them all. <laughs> but no, that 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 did not have anything on this game. Okay, all right, I'm ready. Let, let me hear it. So we get we get semi decent seats. We're we're not up in the we, and I'm not a big uh, complainer was when it, it comes to where I sit. Was it just you and the wife, or did you bring the kids? No, it was just me and the wife. Okay. The, the kids were not really interested. We took them last year. Every year we go to the home opener. Yeah, you I guess I think two home openers in the past like twenty some years. Mm-hmm. But uh, so they didn't want to go. So we get our seats. We're sitting in like the two hundred section. So we're like in the mid section, and we're like two rows from right in the front. So we're getting there, and right before the game starts, this guy walks in, big guy, and we 
where does he sit? Right next to me. <laughs> so now I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I'm just, like, I get a waft of like meat and booze. <laughs> okay. And, and like this guy is drinking. He's fucking throwing them down. He's chomping on the ice cubes, this and that. And the Islanders score. It, like for his goal and like you know we all stand up we're cheering he like and I, I I don't like this I'm not a big fan of this like when people like give you high fives like mm-hmm. so he's there and he you know he's like high five high five like like fucking Bobby Boucher so I like give him <laughs> high five and then like throughout the game there's like there's little kids in front of us he's talking with them and it's like kind of creepy and he's like you, you can tell he's getting drunker and this and that and finally, I'm just sitting there, and I, like, I go to the wife, and, like, she gets up, like, three minutes before the period ends every time. And, like, so now you got to stand up. Like, I got long legs. So, like, I got to stand up. I'm, like, inconveniencing people while the game's playing, yada, yada, yada. And I, I all of a sudden, I, I go to the wife. I'm, like, do you smell that? And she's, like, what? And I'm, like, like the guy's, like, he, this is the intermission. Going in the third. Going into the third period now. So we've been at the game for about an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes now. Okay. And I go, I'm like, do you smell him? And she's like, no. I'm like, he smells like booze and meat. And she's like, huh? Okay. I'm like, yeah, he smells like booze and meat. She's like, I don't smell it. I'm like, well, I'm getting fucking killed with it. (laughs) So all of a sudden, he comes back. He's got another drink. Third period starts. And I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, I'm like, now I can, like, really, like, the booze, like, goes away. And all I smell is, like, meat. Okay. Like, like, a, like you ever smell, like, a couturier board when it's just sitting out for a while? Yeah. And that, like, warm meat smell? Yeah, it's not pleasant. It is hitting me like a fucking ton of bricks. And I look over, and he's got, in a, like, a Ziploc bag, meat. Oh. Like, pocket meat. Like, it's cold cuts? His, yeah, no, like, like, pepperoni slices, like... Like okay. big chunks of fucking pepperoni and he's eating them and I'm like I look, I look at the wife like I, I nudged the wife and she looks over and she's like oh god and it's just it's fucking hitting me oh it's probably and warm then, like, oh it's, it, it's been two hours sitting in his pocket at least and he's waving his hands at, like literally I'm sitting there and he's waving his hands in front of my face like because he's talking to his daughter and he knows nothing about hockey like he's saying every player wrong like, he's like, oh, the, you know, uh, Alexei Yashin with the puck. I'm like, he hasn't been on the team in 20 years. Like, he, like, he, he, he has no clue what he's talking about. He, yeah, like, they, they, cl- like, they just, uh, um, they just were on, like, a long shift, and they iced the puck, and he's like, why are they icing it? I'm like, because they're fucking tired. Like, they, like, they're doing this to try to get off the ice. Like, mm-hmm. like, I, like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, he has no clue about hockey. He's waving his hands, like, literally, in, like, within, like, six inches of my face. Like, pointing around the arena. And then, the, the kicker is, I'm sitting there, and I look down, and he pulls out fucking cheese. Oh. So he had pocket meat and pocket cheese, and he's eating them. And it's just, like, it was just so gross. How did that, like, how'd that get past security? Not metal. I guess so. Oh, my God. Oh. And think you have to have it in his pocket. Because, yeah. You know, if you have your wallet, they you know if it's metal, anything metal, your phone, your wallet, uh-huh. shit like that, your belt buckle, you got to put it in the the, the tray, and then yeah. you go through the scan thing. Uh huh. 
So that's been sitting in his pocket, and it, like, literally, I, like, at the end of the game, like, I wanted to vomit. It was so fucking gross. It was, it was one of the worst experiences I've ever been at at a hockey game. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was just, it was gross. That's disgusting. It was just... You gotta eat, yeah. you gotta eat meat that bad, you sneak into a hockey game. Pepperoni, and pepperoni's probably greasy. Oh. And that's why, like, and, and the Islanders scored a bunch of goals, and, like, after that, like, when they'd score a goal, I wouldn't even stand up because, like, like, as soon as they did it, like, I sat there and I got on, like, my phone, so, like, my hands were, like, I looked down, because I didn't want him, like, fucking high-fiving me with his greasy fucking cheese fingers. Like, it was just, it was just so bad. Ugh. That's, it was just, it was just such a fucking miserable time. That's pretty gross. And, of course, that's the game they win. Like, we've been, the, I don't know how many home openers, probably, like I said, we've probably been the... 22 home openers and they may have won three of them right and like I couldn't even enjoy it because he was just there with his fucking (sighs) fucking gross that's disgusting but Jesus Christ sorry Tom (laughs) that's disgusting yeah oh boy alright well we're at we're at an hour and 20 is there anything left you want to talk about I mean, my my stomach's starting to turn just thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, my, my, mine is too. Actually, you got me queasy over here. Yeah. All right. Well, we could uh, we could we could we could shut it down, I guess. Uh, follow us on X, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom, or Bulls in the Ring. You can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button, rate and review us, and hopefully other people can find us. And Tom, anything like to add? Uh, if you go to see the Iron Claw and I'm going to see it, do not bring pocket <laughs> Well, if I go see it, I'm, I'm going to bring some uh, pepperoni for you. Yeah, just so gross. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, I am Joe. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls and Rock.
Yeah.